your favorite fat boys. Stefan, aka Mayhem, aka the Master Don of Rap, aka your lyricist lounge lizard. Lyricist lounge lizard. Funky. You know it. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. So today we're gonna to talk about uh recent versus battle that everybody's talking about right now, which was the last versus dip set. Did you you did you tune in? I mean, I tuned into the video that you showed me. So you, you, you haven't watched none of the versus battles? No. I'm sorry. And I definitely wouldn't watch one with Dipset because I didn't like Dipset. And putting them up against the locks is no fair to the locks because Dipset sucks. Well, I can't defend Dipset today. <laughs> I am a Dipset fan. I said so before on the show numerous times before. But this was a very uneven match, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. And given like their their styles of rap and their stage presence, and even even in the, their their style like in wardrobe, it may it is it's very very different. You know, I think Dipset's appeal was you know they're flashy, you know they and they had some catchy tunes back in the, in the early two thousands. And and Cameron was like a I won't say he was a top MC per se, but people was mentioning people were mentioning Cam's name up there. Um, mm. now. Does it take away from the locks? Because you all three are no slouch. Not a single one of them. Uh, Jada, Styles, Styles P, and Sheik. No slouch, none whatsoever. And just watching that, how that battle unfolded, because they they opened up like Jada opened like with three songs that he did solo himself, and they were both from like their uh, their group albums, right? And the, the, the tone he said, the energy he was bringing was kind of like, what they up to? Like you know, because Styles and Sheik weren't you know rapping on on these songs. And then he came up with this, this freestyle, was this freestyle like 10, 11 years old that he did on a, a Green Lantern's mistake. And it just, it, it, he did the mic at the end. It was just over with. Yeah, as far as lyricists go, no one in Dipset can touch anybody in the locks. Not a single person. I, I, would, I would agree with you there. Said no Cameron, no Jewel Santana, no Jim fucking Jones. What you got against Jim Jones? I don't understand how that motherfucker got famous. <laughs> Bowling. That's not. That's on their age well. At all. It didn't age well. It was popular when it came out, but like it just didn't age well. Like like he did. He, he did perform that song. It's it's cool for his work, but it, I, certain songs just don't age well. We all know. Oh so, yeah, yeah. But you know, it's. But I guess you got to perform because of the fanfare. So, but I was definitely excited about this. So I was like, damn, they come out with some hits and the songs that Dipset did not play. I'm, I feel as though they should have played. Give you know. Some of the way, you know, definitely some bangers and things like that, but they just, they were a different route. And you could tell that they, they didn't uh, rehearse together too much. Right. Because they kind of were just, they were, they were kind of doing their own thing all over the place and everything. But the last time they said they did, they, they rehearsed. They took it as a, as a real. Oh, yeah. They yeah. took it very seriously. Like they said they even, when they rehearsed, they, they played it, they played one of their joints and then went to a song of dance to get them in that mindset. Right. Of the actual versus battle. And uh, something I read too that I think would have just destroyed. Because they play Master Square Garden. 
that place would have came down. They had it. They wanted to bring out Puffy, followed by the Benjamins. Oh yeah! At the last minute, they decided not to, and then they even wanted to bring out Mace for a song, and they decided not to the last minute. And I could, and you, if they did, if they brought Puff out, if they brought Puff out, followed by the Benjamins, that place would have just went berserk. And then they were playing I'm from New York, that song with Ja Rule, yeah, and Fat yeah. Joe, and Jadakiss. And you can see, like, and uh, Fat Joe's in the crowd. You can see him getting hyped and everything like that. And they look at him like he about to perform the stage, his version of the song and everything. Now, he, he never did, but if he did, I, I would have been like, that was tough. To get on stage real quick and go back in the audience. Right, yeah. So, but yeah, the verse of Bell was tough. I can't wait to see who they're going to do next. Who do you think would be a good versus matchup? Like, either, either RMD. Or hip hop. Well, I would say I would put two lyrical folks together. So I would say Method Man and Black Thought. Method Man and Ray Mary did one together. Oh, okay. Well, hmm. Let's keep Black Thought. Let's keep Black Thought. Who 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 could Black Thought go against? I mean, lyrically, there's only a few people who could go up against Black Thought lyrically: Talib Kweli, Eminem, and Most Def. At least that, that that same that same type of energy and that technical lyrical skill. Those are about the only three that I can see that can go up against Black Thought. I would I would like to see uh, most definitely Black Thought go. To I, yeah, I would I would really enjoy that. Now there's been a back and forth debate about who would Jay Z battle, and so like, the one name to keep popping up is they say a lot of people saying Drake. They are sort of in a a similar category as far as lyricism goes. Jay Z over Drake all day, but and I wasn't even a huge Jay Z fan. But yeah, they are in a similar category that you could put them up against each other as far as rapping goes and the, and the type of music they make. I, th- I think Jay Z got too many hits. Oh yeah, I mean he, he definitely has way too many hits. But yeah, we, we talking about from '96 to 2021. Well, he hasn't put out anything new recently. But right? Yeah, I know the versus battles are more about the hits. I'm thinking more of just as rappers, their lyrical style. Yeah. They, they were they're they're more closely related than Jay Z versus anybody else. I think I think a better matchup would be uh, Drake and Kanye. Yeah, yeah, I can see that one. I think that'd be a better matchup just because the you, Kanye has his his uh, point in time we know auto tune. Yeah, Drake is, is is already like a half rapper, half singer type person anyway. So can't do either of them well. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's. it's I think those two will be a good matchup, R&B wise. Mary J. Blige. So who could go up against Mary J. Blige yeah. as far as hits? Who was a sort of poppy R&B singer that had as many hits as Mary? No, they said that they threw they uh, they they threw in there. I don't think this happened though. Tony Braxton. I could see Mary J. Blige with Tony Braxton because they definitely have a similar amount of hits. Mm-hmm. Tony was all over it as far as more along the love songs. Mm-hmm. Is the 90s and early 2000s and Mary J. Blige is more of a poppy party music type thing with a few love songs in between. But yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, as far as hits go, there's not a lot of people who had as many hits as Mary J. Blige. And Tony Braxton. Yeah. And I, can, I, I think that'd be good. It'd be a good fight. Uh, a good match because uh, I've seen the video of uh, Mary J.'s performance and she puts on a show. She puts on a show. Honestly, no, I got another who would be a very good person battle against Mary J. Blige. Brandy. Brandy won against Monica. Oh. I, I don't watch the versus battles. I don't I mean, know. It's for the culture. <laughs> watch it for the culture. <laughs> I don't watch the versus battles. 
Well, then I guess it's strike Brandy off the list then. Damn it. Well, Tony Braxton it is. Yeah. I, I, Brandy, I think, could. Brandy had a lot of hits too. Yeah. Yeah. Prince or Michael Jackson. That's not even a competition with Mary J. Blige because ain't nobody touching Prince or Michael Jackson. <laughs> and they did versus though, who you think would win? Or who. Or, Either Prince or Michael Jackson. <laughs> they were both going up against Mary J. Blige. No, I'm talking about just them two. Oh, them two versus each other? Yeah. Oh, well, Prince doesn't have nearly as many hits as Michael Jackson. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, as far as musicality goes, I would give it to Prince all day, but if we just go on based off the hits, Prince doesn't have nearly as many hits as Michael Jackson. Nah. <laughs> Said Michael Jackson got white bitches in Europe fainting <laughs> just at the very mention of his presence. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, you, you, you got to you got to you got to go through a lot of rappers and a lot of uh, R&B singers, right? But uh, I don't think Jay Z's gonna do one though. I mean, I don't think, I don't think really nobody up, uh, updated with him. To- I mean, as far as hits go, yeah. I mean, there's all there's there's other artists who have more hits than Jay Z. Oh sure, yeah, more number ones. Yeah, Eminem comes to mind because he he definitely has more number ones than Jay Z. And at one point in time, he was the highest selling hip hop artist in the game. Yeah, he was. I don't know if that's still the case. But it might be. I think at some point Drake might have overtook him and then it, it went back and forth. Yeah, probably so. So, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a few artists who have more hits than Jay-Z. I think one missed opportunity for the versus battle with the lots and uh, Dipset was that Cameron and J.K. both did their verse verses from the Attention remix with Bone Crusher. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they were on that together. Yeah, they were. So I think they, if they could have formed that, that would have to see. Uh, I guess Cameron didn't add anything to that. <laughs> to that. You got so, I'm sorry. He, you, you know the energy of the Bone Crusher song, and Cameron did not bring that same energy. You have to, you have to agree with that. The energy, no, he did not. The energy that, that everybody was bringing to that song, he did not have that same. I energy. didn't know Crusher master energy, but it was Buster. Yeah, Buster's that type of rapper. Like Jake is, he's laid back, but he. His verse though was 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 really consistent. Yeah, said so Cameron. So you got this beat that's booming at like ninety BPMs, and, Cam- and Cameron is like, "Yo, I'm gonna do my thing. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna go slow with the beat." So yeah, so you know, next versus bad. I don't know who's gonna compete, but this was definitely a surprise. And now they're gonna go on tour supposedly. They start sometime September. Okay, I'm, I may have to check versus battle out. Again. For the culture, we are part of the beat. We are trying to be for the culture. <laughs> for the culture, yes, for the, for the culture. culture. There you go. I got. I bring. I bring the hot shit. You got. You could be part of it. I do enough research for the episode. <laughs> true, true, true. So, with uh, the versus battle going on, I, I proposed a question to Stefan. I said, you know, give me your top five favorite verses of all time. I'm gonna say top. I'm gonna say. It's gonna be a, it, 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 this definitely could be a part two kind of episode because we because I know I left out some uh, some rappers that I would have put on the list and we we couldn't do ten that we we'd be here all day long. Oh yeah, yeah. So we're gonna try to get to the five. So we got another hit list. We got our top five verses, any artist, any rap hip hop artist, and we got a, a number six slot for an honorable mention. Right. Who wanna go for? You wanna go first? Oh, you old with me? Okay. All right. So my one of my favorite verses is Prodigy. I shot the remix. Okay. And one of the bars in there, Illuminati, Illuminati with my mind, soul, and my body. Secret society. Trying to keep on, keep trying to keep that eye on me. I just thought that was tough because you're thinking about Illuminati. Right. The eye, the eye trying to keep an eye on me. And that was just, I think that was just one of the slickest bars in, um, in that whole song. He, his verse to me is so tough. 
And I think I don't think Project is enough credit as being a lyricist. Yeah. At one yeah. point in time, you know, people have given you gave his flowers said like you know best athlete passed and said that you know he was like one of the best rappers out at one point in time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a, a lot of the rappers in the game today give him a lot of props. Yeah. It's, it was between that and uh, and w- which verse was that out of the song? The second verse. Second verse. Okay. This is the second verse because Keith Murray, uh, Lord have mercy, he 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 goes in on the first verse. And Keith, you kids out there, love Keith Murray. He can rap his ass off. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah, when, when Project come in, though, Illuminati, my mind, soul, and body, secret society, trying to keep the eye on me. All right. My number five, it was a toss-up, and I ended up giving it to this particular group over, the, over my honorable mention, is Run the Jewels, Legend Has It, first verse. Killer Mike and LP, they, they, they do a I pass off in the first verse. Killer Mike first comes in. Hear what I say. We in the business today. Fuck shit is finished today. RT and J. We the new PB and J. We dropped the classic today. And they both go the fuck in on that song. And it is so hard when the beat cut in and both Killer Mike and LP, an Atlanta rapper, New York rapper, merge together so fucking well and rip the fuck out of the whole song. But that first verse comes in the hardest setting the tone. Yeah, Killer Mike and rappers. I'm not taking enough for LP. But yeah, Killer Mike is a force me reckoning with. Oh yeah, wraps his ass off, and LP comes in right behind him, finishes it up for that first verse. Again, the whole song is a banger, but that first verse comes in so damn hard. All right, number four. My number four is Lil Kim, Quiet Storm remix. Oh yeah, you know I. I took, I took one of yours. <laughs> no, you didn't take one of oh, mine, okay. but I I was going to put that on there as number five. <laughs> <laughs> Lil, I had to put a female on here, and I think this is like one of Kemp's hardest verses out that she's ever did. She started off, hot damn ho, here we go again. Lies a rock, bitch hard as a cop. This shit not for blocks through hard tops in the parking lots with my nigga, with my nigga rock like the spark a lot. And she just goes on in this, in this flow, this cadence and everything, and she's in pocket. Right, yeah, it, it, it was that coming up and showing that yeah, women can do the gangster rapping. She definitely, she definitely set the precedence that women can do some serious gangster rap. Yeah, I mean that, that hurt. She's just in so in pocket in that in that uh, verse. You get your goosebumps listening to it. My number four is a classic. Tupac, Hail Mary, first verse. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Revenge is like the sweetest joy next to getting pussy. Picture paragraphs unloaded, wise words being quoted. Peep the weakness in the rap game and sold it. That whole first fucking verse is ridiculous. And it is the reason today that you niggas from Hennessy were enemies. <laughs> ridiculous. Now, by the third verse, energy kind of drops off and the third verse isn't, isn't as good mm-hmm. as the first and the second. But that first verse sets the fucking tone. He has other artists in that song, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I can understand the kind of the energy dropping off because they have to match his. And I don't think no, that first, that, them first, that first verse is tough. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that come in, no. Just fucking phenomenal. So that's my number four. Number three. So one of my favorite songs of all time is Scarface. I seen a man die. Oh, okay. One of my absolute favorite songs. I can remember like being uh, like eight or nine and watching Rap City for the first time, and not get too much background like you said I do. But like the first three videos I saw Rap were Method Man, Bring the Pain, Joyce B.I.G., Big Papa. And Scarface, I, I, I see the man die. And his voice, that video, and the bars just captured me. Hmm. 
And I'm like, because those three videos are so different. So which verse? The, uh, I would say, the, I mean, the, the first verse. It is not nothing that's too tough. It's, it's the storytelling that Scarface does. Right. And in, 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 the, in, the in the whole song itself. And he's, you know, he, he greets his father with his hands out. Rehabilitated slightly, but glad to be the man's child. The world's different since he's, since he's seen it last. Out of jail. For seven years, and he's happy that he's free at last. All he had was his mother's lust. Now he's mobile, and he's got to make a change and make it for the make it for the better. So it's just him that storytelling or rap, that style of storytelling is what like really got to capture me and his voice. Right. It's just it's, it's so dynamic. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's a, a very distinguished voice. Mm-hmm. So again, my number three again is another classic and another very lyrical rapper, Method Man. Bring the pain. That first verse. I came to bring the pain, hardcore from the brain. Let's go inside my astral plane. Find out my mental, based on instrumental records. Hate so I can write my mental methods. I'm not the king, but niggas is decaf. I stick them for the cream. He had so many fucking bars in that first verse and so many clever ass lines, and he comes in so damn hard. I mean, the beat doesn't even start. He starts, and the beat comes in with him. <laughs> so it, it, it's fucking ridiculous. I love that song and I love that first verse more than anything so that's my number three number two so my second is of course Jadakiss and it's from his first album Kiss the Game Goodbye and the song is uh, Put Your Hands Up and he goes and this is the first verse it's the J-A-D-A I got beef with the feds and the D-A I got footage in the game press replay I got bitches in the club all over me ma take it easy and y'all scared I can tell and I'm gonna give butts like Milwaukee can sand, like cause like sand I can sell. And that Milwaukee butt sand sell would be used tirelessly in hip hop. Yeah. Used tirelessly through hip hop, but I think it's one of the better verses. Oh yeah, yeah. So better, better uses of, of, of that of that uh that metaphor. Right. And that build up there. So yeah, Jay Jay the Kids always had some bars. Yeah. He definitely destroyed um I don't say destroyed this set, but he set the tone with that freestyle. Right, yeah. Had on, you know, we did the versus battle, so I had to, I definitely had to throw in my favorite versus, you know, of J. Kiss. So my number two again is if anybody who's ever watched this podcast knows, I am a fan of Eminem. My number two comes from his collaboration, his song "No Love" with Lil Wayne. Said, so, oh. I mean, it's technically not even a verse because he. He does like 36 bars because motherfucker says, fuck it, I'm, I'm not doing a chorus. <laughs> but said Eminem always has some tight bars and some tough some tough verses, but he always ups his A game when he's featured or has a featured artist. Because mm-hmm. I think he has that mindset like, ain't nobody going to be better than me on the song. So the verse kicks in, you know, after, after Lil Wayne does his thing in, in, in the chorus, I'm alive again, more alive than I have been in my whole entire life. I can't see these people's is perk up as I begin to spaz with the pen. I'm a little bit sicker than most. Shit's gonna get thick again. They say the competition is stiff, but I get a hard dick from the shit and I stick it in. He triple double rhymes on double entendres, just rhyming throughout the whole thing, just boasting about him just being the best there is at what he does, and it's fucking phenomenal. That's my number two. All right, number one. I must say, I, mean, I, I like your list. I mean, I'm quite impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you brought some classics in there. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, that's why I do. That's why I do. This, why I do, you this know. motherfucker. <laughs> I, you know, you want to go, you want to go, you want to go ball for ball, you know, song song. We can have it back. Hey, now I got plenty of time in my hands. So my number one is going to be Beanie Siegel, Feel in the Air. 
Okay, I, I did like that. Yeah. Yes. What you got against BDC? I got. I have nothing. That bitch. <laughs> I wasn't the biggest fan of BDC, but he did have a, a couple of songs that I, I do fuck with. Yeah, he, he when he when he writes and when he puts it to it, like he is he, again, it's that storytelling, right? You know, he may not be he's not a, a lyric a lyrical heavyweight like Eminem is, right? But he sits he, sits, he stays in his lane and he's always he's always in pocket. So the first verse, I mean, Feeling Edge is a classic song. So I can't pick like any boss per se, but just in storytelling, what's going on and the video itself, you know, it, it just captures the words to the song perfectly. And he starts off with a intuition setting in like Steve Vision. I still close my eyes. I still see visions. Put that voice in the back of my mind. So what I do, I still take heed. I still listen. I still paint that perfect picture. I still shine bright like a prism. My words still skipping. Through air, I know you can't, don't, won't get it. You swear, you niggas clo- chose to ride. That shit sunk with it. I'm still afloat. I'm in on that. So, yeah, I mean, out of all the Beanie Seeker songs, that is one of the ones that I, that I, I definitely liked. So, for my number one, again, it's, it's another classic and another top tier hip hop artist. It's Biggie's verse from Notorious Thugs, his okay. Bone Thugs and Harmony collaboration. Said that, that that verse that he did, fucking masterful. Armed and dangerous, ain't too many can bang with us. Straight up, we no angel dust. Label us notorious. Thug ass niggas that love to bust. Y'all strange to us. Y'all niggas be scrambling, gambling. Up restaurants with mandolins and violins. We just sitting here trying to win, trying not to sin. Half weed and lots of gin. And y'all know how the rest of it goes. Said Biggie went and collabed with Bone Thugs and Harmony, who are notorious for their very speedy raps. And he did the exact same type of flow, very fast and Unlike what he would normally do, and just demolish that fucking song. So that's my number one. That's a good list. That's a good list. All right, moving on to the honorable mentions. All right. So yeah, yeah. Who would be technically the number six spot, but our honorable mention who didn't make the top five? So my honorable mention is none other than the masterful, fantastical, push it to you. <laughs> I'm glad that you masterful and fantastical when describing Pusha T. But go on. What song? What verse? So this is a feature that he did. He kills most of his features. And it's um, off of it's a song he did with this rapper named Belly. Okay. This is uh, this, he's, he, he comes in and he, he's a third verse. And this the wordplay he does with his, uh, it's his NBA player's name. Okay. Poppy sold me a brick and taught me the cha-cha. Godfather Part 3. I'm Joey Zaza. Akuma Matala. The jeweler don't bother when he knows the vet's golden and holding his Iguodalas. Woo! Okay. So Iguodalas is a is an NBA player, and he the way he played that into the verse and there they hold his Iguodalas. His name is Iguodala. Dollars, dollar. You get it? Yeah, you got it. Good. Yeah, yeah. We know how so, rhymes work. So, but that, that that verse is just. So my honorable mention could be in any. Everybody's top five, one, two, three, four, or five, if we were doing a list of our verses, but it didn't have the exact same impact as the rest of the ones that I picked. But it's The Roots, The Next Movement, mm. Black, Black Thought's first verse, but it's sort of the pinnacle of that 90s hip hop style. Mm-hmm. So, yo, one, two, one, two, one, two. That's how we usually start. Once again, it's the thought, the Dalai Lama on the mic, the Prime Minister thought, this is directed to whoever listening range. Yo, the whole state of things in the world about to change. And he just goes in with soap with just that classic sort of hip hop flow. And it just really 
really is the pinnacle of that 90s hip-hop style. And it is a very beautiful video. So if anybody hasn't seen that video, check it out. It's a it's a great video. Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. I went to Roots versus Wu-Tang in the versus battle. You can't really do that because the Roots only had one rapper. You're right. In my bad. <laughs> Black Thought was the only rapper in the Roots. You're right. You're right. There's too many you rappers in Wu Tang. Yeah. <laughs> Say that. And the Roots had the rest of the band, you know, Questlove and, you know, everybody else, but the main, only rapper was Black Thought. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a, he is well respected as one of the best technical lyricists in the game. Mm-hmm. Alive or dead. So we will, again, like I said, we will probably do a part two to this because please, and, you know, in the comments, tell us what your favorite rappers, when you, your favorite rappers' verses are, and we'll, you know, compare notes and things like that. And we we probably gonna get some pushback and say why you ain't say Willow Wayne why you ain't say Jay Z Dr. Dre I, I know specifically though. somebody who was gonna tell me why I didn't say Little Wayne Joseph <laughs> so I mean we we can definitely do this again you know let us know what you think in the comments if you like my list better than Stephon so you like Stephon's list better than mine so, and as always this will always be you know the list will be in the description as well as links to each and every one of the songs that we mentioned in our list right so that people can go in and check them out y'all can determine whether or not we full of shit I wish a motherfucker would <laughs> my list is my list damn near airtight well I'll be the first one in the comments to say it's full of shit just because you wish a motherfucker would go ahead we got another time and opportunity alright so that's the show tell me and- where you can find us that stuff on so as always, you can check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Thanks for tuning in. Subscribe, like, comment, and share. Peace out. Peace.